0: This is Mallory Irvin, and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best. And that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. Everyone and Welcome back to the Living Fully podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you Annie Downs today. I'm going to do a brief intro on Annie before we jump into one of my favorite and probably the most fun podcast episode I've ever done. So Annie F. Downs is a best-selling author, sought-after speaker, and successful podcast host based here in Nashville, Tennessee, which is why she is in my home today. Engaging and honest, she makes readers and listeners alike feel as if they've been friends for a long time, and I can attest to that. Founder of the That Sounds Fun Network, which includes her aptly named flagship show That Sounds Fun, and author of multiple best-selling books like One Hundred Days to Brave and Remember God. Annie shoots straight and doesn't shy away from the tough topics. Annie is a huge fan of laughing with friends, like we'll do a lot of today—confetti, soccer, and bold peanuts, preferably from the backroads Georgia gas stations. <laughs> I love that and so many things that we talk about today. And also, I just have to add this because this has just happened. Annie is now a New York Times bestseller as of a week ago. So I'm so thrilled to bring you guys Annie F. Downs. So without further ado, here is Annie Downs. Hi. I'm so excited to have you here, Annie. Mallory,
1: I'm thrilled to be here. You, Your whole podcast is like friends of friends of friends. You're just having all of us.
0: It's so funny because I just told Annie, I said, Annie, I don't know of anyone like looking in from the outside that has as many friends as you. And, you know, I've heard you say before, like you have your friends or people that you want to be your friends on Mm -hmm. your podcast, but you've been running this podcast for years. That's right. It's 400 plus episodes. So that's a lot of people that I've said that about. (laughs) (laughs) But you, I mean, you, you really and truly have a lot of friends. And what I just told you is I can see why, like immediately I can see why she has 10 million friends. You were talking about in the beginning of your book how you made this intentional pause, like the fall fall before COVID. So you obviously didn't know that COVID was happening. I got to the end of 2020,
1: and I'm not married yet. I don't have kids yet, so I live alone. I got to the end of 2020 after the pandemic, after I'd finished writing That Sounds Fun. And really, when we wrote the book, I didn't finish it till the fall with the edits. And so I got to lay a filter of the pandemic over the book and be like, is it still true that we can have fun? Yeah. And it made me throw out a chapter. It made me write a new chapter. Really. And the other thing that came into my mind was I learned in 2020 that I can't control very much. I thought I could, I think we all thought we could. And I learned at 20, I can't control much. And I was like, what can I control? My teeth. So let's go straighten our teeth up. That is literally, it is this one in a battlefield where so many things have fallen. It is this one soldier that still stands for me and says like, you still can control some things. And and it's been nice to make that list and go, I can get laser hair removal. I can get, <laughs> uh, I can get my teeth straightened. Yes. I can glow up real hard this uh-huh. year
0: because that I can't control. Mm-hmm. And I've learned there's a lot I can't. Mm-hmm. It did a really cool thing to your book too, which I read cover to cover. And it's, it's wonderful too, because this whole kind of thread, the whole book is about how Annie's like a professional at, at fun. Well, she says she's not a professional. She says she's... Right. But I think you've racked up enough hours. Yeah, like that's you right. Say, I'm like an you expert. Are prof- I don't to be a pro. I can be an expert. You're an yeah. expert. That's it. The whole book is about having fun and and how much of a role this has in your life, how to find it, how yeah. to cultivate it, how to experience it, and all of these cool things. But something else that stood out in the book, and I wonder if this is because of that COVID filter, was how... Joy and pain yeah, or like fun and pain can to. exist together yes. or joy and grief. And you had these gorgeous stories in the book and you and I, I think are very similar in a lot yeah. of ways. I can already tell, like just knowing you a same. little bit, yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty like black or white and I want to get through grief and I want to get yes. through pain pretty fast because yes. I'm a joy person. I'm a fun person just yep. like you, Yeah. but man, have I learned That it is really vital to walk through those things, and that you can experience both together. And I think so many times we miss out on so much because we're just holding our breath until it passes. And yeah, I love the story in the book about Disneyland and how you're like, oh, I was, you were having this joyful time, but your relationship with what was it? It was your assistant, assistant, Eliza. It It was coming. We traveled together for
1: four years, maybe, and that was our last trip. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, let's go live it up at Disney World. And we didn't even get there till four o'clock because it was a day of a speaking event Uh in California. Uh And so we didn't get there till four. Our bodies were on East Coast, Central Time Zone. We're out there on West Coast Time Zone. And I mean, I felt loopy by midnight. I mean, (laughs) But we stayed till the park closed till it, and it was December. So Mm -hmm. in December, they fake snow on everybody Mm -hmm. and they make it smell like gingerbread. It's unbelievable. It's like so Disney of them. But (laughs) that is literally the story I was thinking of when you were saying that because I learned such a great deal in that experience of like, what if we chose something fun when we were hurting? Mm. Eliza and I had this option to like, Do we go to a really nice dinner Mm -hmm. and like reflect on the last couple of years and like cry our way Mm -hmm. through a Chardonnay and (laughs) and just like sit there together and like feel it? And that is really appropriate Mm -hmm. and totally. I mean, I'm going to City House tonight Mm -hmm. with a friend. My favorite. My favorite. Absolute favorite. Mm -hmm. Of course it is.
0: (laughs) 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 Of course it is. We have to
1: go there because you and I also have some work things to solve. Yes. Uh, we've Uh we've we're gonna help each other. And even tonight, I'm going to City House and we're gonna sit and be reflective. But that day, Eliza and I were like, "It's honestly, I'm so not interested in how deep this pain could go. Mm. I need to go have fun. Mm. Like, I, I am so sad that we aren't going to be coworkers anymore. That I just have to go mm-hmm. and have fun. And so, I, I, I don't think it's escapism either. That's the problem, Mallory. Is when yes. people want to define fun,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they, they often go toward escapism
0: instead of actual fun. That is so true. What's the line that you wrote in your book? I I wrote it down you talk about like all these planes that you've boarded and you say like oftentimes we leave the feelings bag behind. Yes. Is that how you said that line? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and board a plane anywhere. Yes. And it is. It's escapism. But you're yes. talking about in that really cool story, just like in the book, it's all these cool stories and these lessons that come out of them, how you just, you celebrated this relationship that you had. You wanted to cry, but you were having fun at the same time. And yeah, I actually wrote a chapter in my book about my grandparents who are still living, but sometimes yeah. like when people get... When people are getting older and you you're fearing the end of something, you can't experience something right like, in its entirety. That's right,
1: because you're so like, is this gonna be the last? Yes. Is this gonna be the last And, it's and like, it ruins it? What if you just lived it right? Were they okay during COVID? Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
0: They were fine. They're doing great now. And it's like all of us weren't okay during COVID, but they (laughs) made it through just fine. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) But Ah. then then there was that other beautiful story too. The way that you grew up on Ebenezer Road, it reminds me, and you're the oldest of all your cousins. Yes. I'm the oldest of 23 first cousins that (gasps) all grew up on the same farm. 23. Very similar. I know you don't have as many, but like- in the country, snapping the peas. It was yeah. just, so much of your book felt like home to me. Oh, and you're talking about that really cool story about where, It was the last time in the house that your parents sold. Yes. You bought the fireworks.
1: Yes. And you
0: made this fun thing because you're like the family fun person. Yeah. I just decided
1: if we're, (laughs) we are, I know we're going to have feelings. Mm -hmm. I know this isn't going to be easy. I am going to bring an element of fun as well. Not to take away from the sadness, but to celebrate the good. Right. So I'm not saying you have to shoot off fireworks at every funeral you go to. Yeah. But one of the (laughs) things we do do at funerals is you walk up and say, I'm so sorry you lost your grandfather he was so kind to me at my last soccer game in high school or, or man, your, your family member who were celebrating today. I remember when I worked at that restaurant, they came and always tipped me better than I deserved. Mm-hmm. And, and so we do honor people. It's a version of bringing a firework yeah. to that of going like I'm not just going to feel the sadness. I'm going to bring joy, mm-hmm. but that also means that you that escapism looks like well, let's just run all for the good mm-hmm. and not and ignore the bad, pretend yeah. like it isn't there. In my head, the way I can delineate between fun and escapism is if I say if only I could fill in the blank, Mm -hmm. that's usually me trying to escape. Mm -hmm. If only I could eat as many Oreos as I want. Mm -hmm. If only I could fly to this city. If only I could do, if only, if only Mm -hmm.
0: that usually means there's something in me that's leaning toward. I want to get out of this Mm -hmm. thing. I'm feeling that's a great tip too, because that I'm thinking of all the things that I would say, like, if only I could just like take a nap right now, or if only I could, the things that I say it is, it's escapism.
1: Yeah. And then the fun language is I can't wait to. Yes. I can't wait to take a nap this afternoon yes. or on set tomorrow. It's going to rain all weekend. How annoying uh-huh. it's going to rain <laughs> all weekend, but it's going to rain all weekend. I can't wait to take a nap mm-hmm. instead of like, if only I could take a nap, you just, and, yeah. and, and it's not even like a, it's not something you have to be real public about when those sentences happen in your head, but you can just pay attention. There's just little filters yeah. for yourself of going, Oh, I said five if only's today, mm-hmm. I may need to talk to my family or my partner mm-hmm. or my friend or my counselor. Something's going on that I yeah. want to say a lot of if only's.
0: A lot of people say, well, that must be fun to be able to do that. Like, oh, well, yeah. you can do that. That's well, right. you can. You know, so many people think, well, I don't have time for fun. Mm-hmm. I don't. Fun seems silly. Yep. Like, is fun really going to move the needle in my life? I, I think fun obviously yeah. like moves yeah. the needle in my life, but there are some people that are looking at fun. Like a skeptic. Yeah.
1: The reality is we all make space in our lives for what makes us most healthy. Mm -hmm. If if, whether it's working out or how you eat or sleep or the money you make at your job, Mm -hmm. where you go like the way in order to have the life I want, Mm -hmm. these are the things I have to Mm do. And I, and so people say to me, I don't have time for fun. And I go, well, you have time for everything else that makes Mm -hmm. you healthy. I think you're underestimating how much a hobby, how much something in community with people that you love laughing mm-hmm. with actually makes mm-hmm. you who you want to be. My friend, John Mark Comer, who's a pastor and an author out of Portland. He always says who you want to be at 80. You don't decide at 80. You're deciding right now. Mm. And so I think making space for these fun things like, I mean, it can be as simple as trying a new cookbook in your house where your family's yeah. you are ranking your favorite chocolate chip cookie recipes, or it can be going to Dollywood, which is a Mm -hmm. favorite of ours, or it could be flying away. That's all fine. Going to Disneyland is fine. If you're doing that because you don't want to feel what you're feeling, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. And if you don't make space for a little bit of fun in your everyday life and the week you already have, you're going to, you're going to,
0: Burnout. I think you talk about this in the book. I think that busyness is one of those huge things that stands in the way of of fun. It stands in the way of everything. I yes. think it stands in the way of people finding joy and fulfillment mm-hmm. and being good parents and everything. It's something that I struggle with Me over too. and over. Is this busyness? Like you just want to, especially if you're like you and I, and you want to write a book and you want to do a podcast and you want to speak yep. and you want to have. 50 francs. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly right. (laughs) You want to do all these things. It's really hard not to get wrapped up in it and to prioritize something like fun. And it's also true when we
1: talk about rest, of going yeah. like, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to take tomorrow off. Now, I am going to do all the laundry because it'll make me feel rested when it's done. Isn't
0: that the truth? And, and it's
1: just not true. Isn't that you the truth? You need to let the laundry lie one more day, mm-hmm. or you need to do laundry today and rest tomorrow. You cannot call your resting day your chore day.
0: Mm-hmm. We That's have to delineate those Women, as well. like whether you're a mom or you're a working woman yeah. or something, they, they, they do that really badly. And they think, and they call a hair appointment without a child, like rest and restore, yes. or they call it taking a shower. Rest. Right. Right. That's not rest. That's hygiene. That's right. <laughs> that's just being around other people. Uh-huh. That's just a gift
1: to us. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. And that's fun so can be true. the same way where we say, well, that, of course that's fun to me. So I'll do that. But, but if you're still on your phone and if you're still achieving mm-hmm. and you're still moving mm-hmm. something forward, I mean, I even have to be careful with my exercise, when I'm choosing to have fun, when I go on walks with friends, I need to not like worry about how many steps we get. huh. And, and when I like, especially on my day off, I, I use I know, the word I want to talk Sabbath. I like, the like, Sabbath. Yeah.
0: Wednesday's your Sabbath, right? And
1: when I travel on the weekends, yes. But like okay. this week it's Saturday okay. because I didn't travel this coming weekend. Uh-huh. But on those days I have to choose exercise that doesn't, that isn't trying to accomplish things. Mm -hmm. It's just moving my body because I like to. That's hard. That's hard for me. It's really hard. It's super hard. It is a discipline that I go what if I'm just moving my body because I want to move my body? Mm. And what if I'm just creating these cookies, not because I want someone to love me more and feel like, oh, isn't Annie so good to mm-hmm. her people? But if it's because I wanted to make something and then share, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, it's it's not about the, yeah. it's very
0: rarely about the action. Mm-hmm. It's far more about the motive. I like how action. you blend fun with like therapy. <laughs> like, yeah, <in> <laughs>
1: all the time. We have to, because I think what, what happened is if you ask a nine-year-old, what they do for fun, they can talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. And and when adults say to me, I don't know what I do for fun, and I'm like, well, your nine-year-old self didn't have a problem. Mm-hmm. So what did your nine-year-old self do for fun? Yeah. And then when we get that list going, like when I'm like jokingly fun coaching people, mm-hmm. when we get that list going of what they did for fun when they were nine, almost always, if I can ask why, if I go, okay, well, Why did you do that outside? Or why did you play that game? It always, almost always Mallory goes back to, well, when I was a kid or being outside. Yeah. Those are the two things. And so you go, okay, well, we can't go back to being a kid, Mm -hmm. but there is something you're actual body and spirit and soul are longing for. yeah. And we can get pieces of that. yeah. So it's like you said, the story in my book about snapping green beans with my grandmother. I can't do that. She passed away 15 mm-hmm. years ago. I don't live in that same house. I live here. My family's still in Atlanta. I can make green beans yeah, and I can think about my grandmother when I do it. I can mm-hmm. use the salt and pepper shaker from her house. Yeah. It's so true. It's not the same, but
0: it, stirs something in me that goes, man, this is fun. Mm -hmm. What a good memory. Yeah. I love it how you say in the book, you say it's like fun is it's returning to, I like how you call it Eden, but like it's returning to yourself. And what's funny is when you talk about the nine-year-old self, and I think you say this, it's like the nine-year-old self doesn't have the mortgage and the spouse and all of these things get in the way of fun, which when Annie says fun, I think joy. Joy and fun are so interchangeable to me. And I'm always seeking with my, everything that I share on the podcast is living fully, which is a life full of joy and full of fun and full of ups and downs, of course. But like those ups just feel different. They're just, it's joyful. But all the things that tend to get in our way that the nine-year-old didn't have, Mm They'll they'll just steal that joy right out from under you if you, yes. you can live a if whole you life. Let them, like, right. Yeah.
1: That's right. That's exactly right.
0: And and you know another thing too that I like you talking about. And I I had one of my friends draw Annie a Dolly. I said <gasps> I they know. did. I couldn't find a congratulations on your New York Times bestseller <laughs> card at Paper Source. <laughs> so I know you like Dolly and I like. I'm the gonna dolly I'm going to show this one. today. The day the show comes out, I'm going to
1: post it oh, so people you're can sweet. see. Sweet. Well, so gorgeous. We
0: both love Dolly Parton. I love Dolly Parton because her authenticity. But isn't she just the embodiment of fun the yes. way that she wears her hair the clothes she wears the way that she speaks do you know just, why we love her is she is fully Dolly yeah and she does not apologize for it
1: and she does not work around it as mm-hmm. best we know she's fully Dolly our experience now I don't know her in real life do you know her in real life no I don't know yeah her in real life. We, wish. Dolly we want to she's
0: pretty she's pretty like hard to access I think except so. for through the D at Dollywood through the D at the Dollywood. Sequence. that's <laughs>
1: exactly right but Our experience of her feels really genuine Mm -hmm. and it feels like it's really her. And that, I mean, that's why I love this podcast and what you're doing because the idea of being fully you, it's why we have a section of the book that says the power of falling in love Mm -hmm. because what if you just let yourself fall in love with the hobbies that you love, Mm -hmm. with the things that you love, the places you love, instead of going like, Well, I don't know if anybody else is going to like this, so I won't do this. Or I don't know what people are going to say, so I won't pick up this hobby. And what if we just live fully us? Mm. Like there's just so, it it can be, it feels really vulnerable, Mm -hmm. especially if you're the first one in your circle that's going like, hey, this is like me. I'm doing the best I can with what I have, but this is me. Mm -hmm. And it is it has changed my life so drastically to go like, hey, I've given everything. Annie permission to be Annie, mm-hmm. but also that means I give Mallory permission to be mm-hmm. Mallory. And so it just makes, it may be why people feel like we're friends all the time mm-hmm. because it is because I've why? given me permission to be me. And what someone else feels is, well, Annie's going to let me be me too. Yeah. But that's yeah, a counseling going to on site. It took lots of work with God, myself and people that love me yeah. to be like, Oh, we could just do this? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's what we love about Dolly too. And
0: I love too like in that chapter where you talk about that in, in particular, where yeah. you talk about like you love big. Nobody has any question if you love something cuz you just yes. go big you just go big and go It there. doesn't go
1: great in dating.
0: And you, but <laughs> <laughs> everywhere else it's great. Are they still doing games? Are they still playing games? You yeah, have-
1: yeah, and it just is I am just always Annie. Yeah. And so I I think I spent a lot of my 20s, particularly trying to tone down and become the kind of quote Christian woman that mm-hmm. I thought all the Christian guys wanted. And what I've seen in my 30s and now that I'm 40 is like, oh man, no, men just want you to be you. They just mm-hmm. want you to be confident in who in your body that you have and the life that you have and not try to shape shift into this thing. Yeah. And so me being Annie, if I like you, I'm going to like you a lot because uh-huh. that's how I feel about my friends. Yeah. And if our first, very true to you and me, if our first sit down is awesome, I'm going to want 15 more. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel about men dating too. And yeah. so it just takes some like, and my life is so public. Your life is so public at this point that we both are like, Nothing's gonna surprise that guy. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to know, here's all my internet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: (laughs) just Google it. That probably makes dating. But yeah, do you live?
1: I mean, I feel like you love like that too, based on what I experience of you.
0: Absolutely, and I went through my own journey too, like you did, with coming back to myself. Everybody has their own journey to joy and to fun and to just this different way of life. How did you let that go? Oh, a lot of therapy. Yeah. Like a really amazing, a really amazing set of events, like eight years ago, uh-huh. that I talk all about in the book. In oh, detail, good, I was hoping but it was. Very in the book. Okay. professional. Well, professional help was the only way for me yes. to get out of it at that yeah. point in time. Isn't that
1: fascinating? Because people like will pay to go to a gym, and you'll pay for a trainer because you want your body to be Isn't healthy, that the truth? and you'll tie at church because you really believe in your spiritual growth, or you'll buy books that are spiritually focused, mm-hmm. or you will. Download apps that cost a little bit of money that That's help so you be true, spiritually Annie. minded. But we don't want to pay for counseling because we because how embarrassing that someone oh, has to help us with our emotional health.
0: Yeah. I'm but like, no. what's awesome is nowadays I feel like people, especially in our generation, are very open. So to much it, more open. Which yep. is awesome yep. because they always should have been. And you're from kind of like a small town, like yep. I'm from small town where people are like, what? I didn't know you? anybody in
1: counseling growing up, except no. when I
0: wouldn't quit sucking my thumb in elementary school. My parents made me go for a little bit.
1: I was like, I'm How'd trying to take care that? of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we knew the Enneagram when I was a kid, they'd have yeah. been like, you're safe, you're fine. You don't know, have to take yeah. care of yourself. And I was like,
0: thumb in mouth, I have to oh care for my myself. gosh, that's so funny. But it's like all these roundabout ways that we arrive here, it's yeah. really so important. And it's not something that we should just throw out and, and be like, Oh, I just don't have time for it. Because this is the way to live. To sit across the table with someone like you that just exudes joy. I like what you just said. So many people think to to do the fun thing, you got to save up. You got to have two weeks of vacation. And that's true. Those are fun. Sometimes Annie, like you get there and it's like your brain is still there with you. So if your brain can't. Yes. It can't get, it, the fun can't get into you if you block it, that's if you're right. a fun blocker. And a I feel fun like, fun blocker. Let <laughs> make a list of those. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about this cool story about Dollywood and how you had this big old idea you were going to be in this Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to just be the culmination of the, this amazing thing. And it just didn't go as planned. And so many people, I think, they think this is the thing that's going to bring me fun. And then when they get there and it's not the fun, then they get really mad that they spent the money, they yes. took the two weeks vacation, yes. like that the kids are acting up or whatever that's it right. is. But then you talked about how, you know, you just kind of rolling with it. And then the end of that story, how it turned around and you were like, what did you say? Something like how God dreamed up something that you couldn't yeah, even dream up yeah, in your idea. Yeah, that's right. That's the problem. Because if we don't,
1: and I was in a season of this, which is why I could write about it. If fun isn't part of our like every day or every week, we put huge expectations on our two weeks of fun. Oh,
0: I like what you just said. So when it's not a part of your every day or your every week, you put huge expectations yeah. on your 2 weeks. It's the life. same if you oh, uh, if you love so eating true. fish, but you only eat it
1: when you're out and you don't ever learn to make it in your own house. It's gotta you got to be real good. It better be the best fish I ever put <laughs> in my mouth. And so the other option is, could you learn to cook fish? Uh-huh. And could you make it part of your everyday life? Now, there are some things that are special, like a really nice bottle of wine or a certain restaurant, of mm-hmm. course, City House, right? Mm-hmm. The belly ham pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, I,
0: Girl. When you break that
1: egg. <laughs> <laughs> I have been I need you to know that we made this plan the day I hit New York Times, my friend and I. And I've thought about that belly ham pizza just about daily. Oh, it's man. so Do you do good. the egg on it? Yes. There is 100%. something about it that takes my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> dear city house please sponsor this podcast and mallory and my life Amen. like absolutely but that's what we that. do to dollywood or to disney world or to paris is we go this better be the best vacation i've ever been on because i haven't had any fun for the year leading up to this mm-hmm. and so so that's what i'd done to dollywood is i'd set up like i'm gonna be an extra <laughs> in a hallmark movie and and then it didn't work out i'm not in the movie at all. And yeah. everyone knew we were in it. And my friends and I who went over, got they got to be extras. We didn't know until the movie was over that we weren't in it. So we had like, <laughs> we're live Instagramming and being like, any minute now we're going to be in this. Never showed up. And, and so what I had to learn out of that is like, okay, I mean, it's conversations with yourself. It's, I say this a lot, but it's being a good friend to yourself mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, Annie, why did you put so much on that? What do you, yeah? do you want to be famous? Is that the goal here? Mm-hmm. Or are you trying to be in movies? Because if that's it, let's have a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to be in movies? No. Well, what was it? It's that I was tired and I wanted something separate from my life that was fun. And I was tired of waiting and we spent the whole day waiting.
0: Oh, what and a so realization. Went,
1: wow. Okay. And so I went to my counselor. I said it to my best friends who were with me. I went to my counselor. And I was like, hey, I'm making oversized expectations on experiences because I'm tired of waiting. Mm. And it's not about Dollywood. It's about these other four years of my life. And that is what fun can do for us, Mallory. If you ask enough questions around your fun before, during, and after, it's Mm -hmm. actually going to tell you what's going on in your heart.
0: Mm. Returning back to yourself. Yeah. So it's not this extra thing that you have to put on your to-do list. Right. That's just, I need to check this off to find my way to joy or to find my way to like the life that everybody else is living, whatever it's back to yourself. And it's about like what's going on on the inside. Like the fact that you can have fun on the journey to figuring yourself out in our minds, I mean, that's just, it's the coolest take. And and all of your, your podcast and your speaking, you know, I've listened to all of it. And it's just the coolest to take. Thanks. It's not like you were somebody that had this awesome podcast and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll write a book about fun. It's everything to you. And it's it's like tried and true. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've practiced this for a long time. Uh-huh. Someone the other day said, why wasn't this your first book? Why?" This? And I was like, Cause why I hadn't Practice you- enough. Oh, I love that, too. Because so many people, don't you feel like new authors? Because you've written how many books? Eight. Yeah. Eight. And then a couple of Eight Bible say So you're right. Gentlemen. The 10 is around round write Okay. But. So, okay. I got to ask this question mm. because parts of it were for me, but parts of it weren't. Is writing a book fun to you? It is so hard. It's hard. Like day one is so fun. You get your coffee
1: and your candle <laughs> and you like, you've got your book deal. So you're just like, this is my job yeah. now. The, the publisher has made this my author. job. I can't wait. And you like write Two thousand words, and then you go like make spaghetti, and like <laughs> I get to do this again tomorrow. And the day two, you are like I have nothing to say. I mean, I often have to talk about it's eating. It's eating an elephant. It's that old analogy of eating an elephant yeah. of like you just have to keep going.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's why I don't know if you have read the book is called Bird by Bird and Lamont. And, and no, she, but she, I've heard so many people talk great. about it's her a great writing book. You would love okay. it because what she says is like her brother had to do a project about all the birds in America Mm -hmm. or something. I'm not remembering exactly right. But in it, it, he procrastinates and he's like, I'm never going to get this finished. She said, you just do it bird by bird Mm -hmm. by bird. And that is how you have to write. So there are fun days, of course. But the fun is now for Mm -hmm. me. The fun is day one. The fun is... The day I turn it in, because I go and see a movie by myself, Mm -hmm. I didn't get to this year, obviously, because I turned it in during COVID, but I usually go and see a movie by myself and I'm like, nobody cares where Mm -hmm. I am. (laughs) And then, and I'm going to remind you of this and when your book comes out, the real fun is celebrating the night before the book releases, Mm -hmm. because what you're actually celebrating is your obedience, your hard work, your commitment that the project is Mm -hmm. done, You really that night the next morning when that book goes live on Amazon, it is not yours anymore. It's ours. Mm. And, and it stops up until then it's been yours. And then you celebrate and I, I don't know how to explain it. You'll feel it and you'll tell wow. me that you felt it. But this thing happens the night the book becomes live or the day the book becomes live where you go, okay, I'm, I'm kind of done now. It's mm. yours. My journey is done. Mm -hmm. So I will remind you, but the night before you need to party.
0: I need to be reminded of that because right now I'm on like the third round of edits, you know, and like about turned in and you just get to the end and you're like everything I ever said is wrong. (laughs) Yes. And And you're like, I'm so tired of editing this. I don't care. I don't care about
1: the last 50 pages. And you have to be like, I have to care. I get one shot at this. Yes. (laughs) And And then it
0: exists forever. It's so true. And it's like everything in the book is everything that I believe and everything that I know to be true and it's tried and true to me. But... It's I like cannot just, wait to read it.
1: I'm so excited. Thank you.
0: You talk about eating an elephant. i I keep saying beating a dead horse, which yes. is the most countries. <laughs> <laughs> who beats a dead horse? Nobody. That's terrible. That's right. Like, who eats an elephant? But That's like right. who writes a but book? But the fun. I mean, the fun H. is
1: when you see people live different on the other side. The fun is when when you turn it over to us and it's not just yours anymore. I'm. I, I'm telling you, that day feels so fun because you go here. It is everybody. Have it, have yeah. it. I've spent years on this and now it's ours. It's mm-hmm. not just mine, it's ours. Yeah. And what's already probably happening in your brain is what do we write next? Mm-hmm. What do we do next? And the Lord people are yes. just starting with mm-hmm. your book. And so they're not ready for you to process that journey with us. Yeah, They're not, because we're like, no, this is brand new. What are you talking about? But in your heart, you're like, okay, I did it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually done and I gave you the cookies and now it's time for me to bake again. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's fun, I love that. right? So so there are, it is My personality is not I I say joke all the time, like the idea that God gave me a job where I sit by myself in the quiet. (laughs) is hilarious because I hate it. I don't hate it, but I hate
0: me. I mean, I don't want to do that. No, it's hard. It's, it's, it's very against the grain. People are like, how do you,
1: how do you write a first draft so quick? I'm like, I just want it to be done. I want it to be done. And I want people involved again. I'm tired of it just being me. So I will write for 12 hours. If it means I can do it a week shorter. That's what I'm doing with Invisalign. If I wear it every hour, if I don't eat, Oh, you know what? Tell me if this is true. I can't snack at all. Oh, you do It's going to be the healthiest I've ever been because oh, that's
0: awesome. When Invisalign's in, right? You can't. You didn't eat while you were, no, right? No, I no. Oh, okay, so I would drink liquids. Yeah, I could drink water. I got they said. really good at like to where it didn't touch the back of the retainers. Like when I was all <laughs> <old. laughs> something. <laughs> okay, so like a, a, a Coke from
1: McDonald's. If I mm. if I put the straw just right, I could do it with Invisalign. You could in. for sure. You now, don't if to tell Dr. me Fultz this. Doctor Fultz
0: is listening <laughs> to this, which is probably that? Doctor Fultz, we love like,
1: you, and we ate nothing Are you and
0: drank nothing.
1: I mean, after week one, I was like, "Well, there goes snacking." Yeah,
0: I will now be. Oh, you're going to be. I'm really going to blow then. up in every way. No, I straight would teeth. Take, <laughs> take the Invisalign out. I would eat the pretzels and have it in my teeth and just be like, mm, "God," you know, digging uh-huh. it out with my tongue and then putting them back in. I need you to know this is the grossest story. I I <laughs> tried to put mine in the container,
1: as they told me. I'm only on week three, so I should for sure still be obeying. <laughs> and I didn't have my retainer. I put a container. I put them in my back pocket to drink something or eat something real quick. Oh and no. I put it back in my mouth and I go to work and I'm like, something feels weird back here. And I take the top one out and there's a piece of lint stuck uh-huh. in my, my Invisalign. I was like, you're the grossest human ever, <laughs> oh, ever man. of all the evers. Isn't so. it?
0: But what's great about it? It's not like a retainer where if you lose it, it's game over. And speaking just of go Disneyland back, right? and retainers <laughs> and full circle, we once had to, as a family dig through a trash no. can at Disneyland. oh no. <laughs> What's <laughs> on the train we threw it away at the oh. animal kingdom yes animal kingdom <laughs> you're like I can tell you which trash can if we went today I can vividly remember how it old like a freshman in high school uh, digging through the trash. <laughs> but like at least Invisalign cycles through. And yes. it's like. But you know what's funny? For some reason, I hung on to all my Invisalign trace. Like my teeth would go back the exact same and like if I wanted to save money one day. Yeah. Like, but I found out that like you have a five-year open window where oh, like you can go back and okay. do it again for free. <gasps> okay. Uh-huh. Invisalign's probably like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Don't wait, wait, wait. This podcast is brought to you by City House and Invisalign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Disney World. And Disney World, and yeah. Dolly Parton. I'll take all those sponsors, <laughs> Mallory. I'll hit oh, all man. that. Well, this was just... I'm not saying this to be cliche, but the most fun conversation oh gosh, I've probably it. had in 50 something episodes. So thank, thank you. you so much, Annie, for not only coming on the podcast, but just for being a light in the world. Thank you you were just awesome. And congratulations. Oh, well deserved. Very, very kind of you. So I will write in the show notes everywhere where you can find Annie Downs, which she says is embarrassingly, embarrassingly easy, easy. Isn't it <laughs> all for us in this space? You can find us embarrassingly easy. Yes. So I will put that along with her new book. That sounds fun that everybody else in America and the world is reading too. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. And thank you so much, Annie, for coming Thanks, Mallory. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.